Hello and welcome to another edition of Pittsburgh Pop. Tim Benz and Rob Owen with you. Thank you for joining us. It's your weekly slice of pop culture here at Trib Live. Read Rob TV Talk TV Q&A. And you can also check me out, Breakfast the Benz, every day on the sports side. Rob, let's start with the latest on the SAG after situation. Let's start there. So they have been negotiating with the AMPTP for several weeks now. And over the weekend, the AMPTP, which is the collective of studios, uh, gave their last, best, and final offer. And SAG-AFTRA is considering that. Um, of course, is that really their last, best, and final? Who knows? There will probably be some tinkering um, if a deal is to be had. Uh, I read this morning in uh, Matt Baloney's Puck newsletter that the holdup seems to be around definitions of uh, AI and what is AI and a simulation and all this sort of stuff. So there, there is still... They are still haggling, I think is probably the best way to put it. But there is reason to hope that there will be a deal this week. And if there's not, then heaven help us. I don't know when we're going to get a deal. How common, how frequent is it to kind of get these fits and starts and these kind of negotiations? Like some of what you're talking about to me and covering baseball and hockey and football labor deals over the years sounds very familiar. Um, Are they usually more easily rectified than what we've seen so far in this case? Well, I feel like the SAG-AFTRA negotiation has been a little more fraught in the what one hopes is the final stretch than what the Writers Guild one was. It felt like the Writers Guild, you know, when they finally got down to brass tacks, they got it done in a weekend, whereas the SAG-AFTRA one has dragged on and on and on, and it's felt like, oh, we're near a deal, didn't happen. Near a deal, nope, still negotiating. So I feel like this one is is dragging a bit more than than others have. But honestly these strikes don't happen that often in the entertainment business. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bit uncharted territory. You know, what's funny is I I think I mentioned this before. I can't remember, but when it does come to repetition of the strikes, like I I had watched that American gladiators documentary on ESPN, the 30 for 30 on the American gladiators. And like every time there was a new reboot of American gladiators, it was because there was a strike. There was a strike. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's no actual uh, work being done to generate newly written material. You just go to something that's old and familiar and it's not written like a new right. kind of reality show. Uh, by the way, speaking of reality shows, my God, this golden bachelor thing has taken on a life of its own. I mean, it is all over the place in terms of uh, social media parody, uh, whether it's like Saturday Night live, I was at uh, the improv last night. A couple comedians were riffing on it. Like it must be popular because everybody's making fun of it. It is doing pretty well in the ratings. I think I read something last week. That the ratings were better for the Golden Bachelor than what they had been a year ago for Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 in that ABC Thursday night time slot. Let's get to an interesting note here about the future of the National Museum of Broadcasting, which apparently has a proposed site in East Pittsburgh. Is that right? 
Yes, that is correct. So this is something that's been gestating for quite some time. And last week they announced um, that there is a former Mellon Bank building at 701 Braddock Avenue in East Pittsburgh um, near Keystone Commons and yards from the site of the first radio broadcast on the station that would become KDK AM in 1920. And that building is what they're going to use as the site for this proposed museum that will showcase the origins and evolutions of broadcasting. So, you know, long way to go before the doors open. Open, but uh, I think it's a significant step that they now have a location for it. So we'll just have to to watch and see uh, over the years if they manage to get it together up and running. Is this something, Rob, that had a lot of national momentum and Pittsburgh just became a logical spot because of the KDKA thing? Or is this something that Pittsburgh is trying to invent on a national level? My understanding is that this is very much a Pittsburgh thing. I, I don't think that there is necessary because there is already a museum of broadcasting in Chicago. Um, so I think this is much more a, a local grassroots up effort. I understand Bill Hillgrove is involved in this. Yes, he is the president of the nonprofit museums board of directors. And he was at the announcement last week. Well, that'd be great for that site. And like you said, the history of being that close to KDKA would certainly be a nice tie-in. Um, what's the fun, you know, have any idea about the funding behind this or the efforts? Like, you know, how, how likely is it to transpire? Well, I don't, that I don't know. Um, no crystal ball, but I think that the next piece is probably the, the fundraising piece and getting the money together um, to, to, you know, make this happen and come to fruition. So I don't think this is anything that's going to, you know, happen this year, next year, or the year after. I think it's a ways down the road, probably. Did we inspire some change at QED, Rob? <laughs> uh, I don't know that we inspired any change, but but there is better news on the QED front. So last week we reported on the issues with the TV station um, and its automated control that is a little bit like Hal in 2001 and keeps <laughs> opening the pod bay doors when it shouldn't and putting shows on the air when it shouldn't. Uh, this year we have some slightly better news in that QED FM announced the installation of a new transmitter that uh, QED officials say will reduce outages, improve spotty coverage in outlying areas, and amplify sound. So that's that's good news for the radio station. As far as the TV station goes, I did hear from Jason Jedlinski, the, the new CEO of QED, and he says they are indeed working on it. Um, I hope that will include a new uh, automated master control, or maybe bring back a human to, to run the master control. Something, something so that uh, we stop having these recurring issues. Sticking with some of these local ties here for a minute, I understand there's news about Fred Rogers Productions and uh, some of the awards that they've won of late. Yeah, so the Children's and Family Emmy Award nominations came out last week and Fred Rogers Productions, which is based at Southside Works in Pittsburgh and does a number of shows, received multiple nominations, including writing for a preschool program, animated program for Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, puppetry performance and puppet design and styling for Don Quixote and hairstyling and makeup for Odd Squad. So um, that's good to see Fred Rogers getting some recognition for those shows. Uh, and the Emmy Awards will be announced in, in a little bit here, and I'll try to report back if they win stuff. There's a Smithsonian tie to Mr. Rogers now, too. Ah, right? uh, yes, yes. So Pittsburgh actor David Newell, who plays Mr. McPhee right. on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. So the costume he wore, the blue speedy delivery outfit, is now on display 
in the Children's TV Programming Showcase at the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History in Washington, D.C. The blue speedy delivery uniform replaces the Mr. Rogers sweater, which has been rotated out for some rest. However, Mr. Rogers sneakers will still be on display there next to uh, the costume. Now, Rob, there's a story in the sports world a couple of weeks ago about Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator for the Steelers, allegedly having a burner account to defend himself and go after his critics of his play calling. Yes. Um, I've seen these stories, heard these stories multiple times over the years with various coaches and players and wives and girlfriends of players and things of that sort. It's not a an entirely uncommon type of story to come across in the sports world. Of course, we in Pittsburgh lapped this up because of the state of the offense with the Steelers, but right. I understand something like this might be going on. Is there evidence that there might be something like this going on in the entertainment world too? Uh, there's both evidence and admission. Ah, okay. Um, so HBO CEO Casey Bloys instructed staff to create fake Twitter accounts, also known as sock puppets, to go after several TV critics whose uh, tweets and or reviews Bloys did not like. In one instance, he said he wanted to make the vulture critic, quote unquote, feel bad for what she had written. Uh, this all came out last week, a day before Blois was to meet the press. Excellent timing. It came out as part of a lawsuit um, involving a former HBO employee who was the one instructed to create the sock puppets. Uh, so he, so Blois fell on his sword and apologized and has said he will now, uh, he is now being, he only did it six times supposedly, and he is now only being more direct. Only six. Being more direct and sending direct messages to uh, TV critics if he disagrees with their assessment. It's it's one of those things where it's like, come on, guys, don't. You? I mean, I understand local TV executives, you know, don't have as much on their plate, so they they have time to be petty. I did not think that on a national level, somebody like Casey Bloys at HBO had had the time to be petty. But but I guess everyone has the time to be petty. So, yeah. Uh yeah, I've not heard the phrase sock puppets before. I've only no, heard burn no, I've only heard burner. Yeah. Oh yeah, sock puppets. That's that is that is a term. Before we go, Rob, what's happening with Stranger Things? So with the strike, Stranger Things, the final fifth season is still on hold. Um the, the writer's strike resolved, so they are writing it, although I think it was actually written pre-strike. Um, but they can't film it until the actors get back to work. However, um, there is a Stranger Things prequel stage show that is opening in London in the not too distant future. And we will post some uh, little behind the scenes featurette that Netflix re- released today as part of their geeked week of, uh, of fandom um, about this Stranger Things prequel, which really comes pretty directly from the fourth season of the show and gives some backstories on characters that were introduced in that season. And you do get to see younger versions of like the Winona Ryder character and the David Harbour character in this London stage show, which at this point um, isn't coming to the U.S., but I have to think that if it's successful, that it'll come to New York at some point. Uh, one thing that I'll add is I have seen multiple trailers now for Napoleon. We talked about <laughs> that last week. I've now seen multiple trailers, and I stand by my theory that it is Commodus's character with a different funny hat. It's ah. exactly the same character, but I- I'll probably watch anyway. I'm I'm intrigued enough to go to the theater and watch this one if I have time over Thanksgiving. I don't know how much right. time I'll have, but if I have time, I'm going to do it. I will look forward to hearing your review. 
Hey, what's the? Uh, did you ever get any reviews on uh, Killers of the Flower Moon by any chance? Did that come across your your desk at all? I haven't seen it, so I don't have any opinion on that. I one. might try to see that one. Take a pillow and a blanket, maybe. Oh, it's so long. Yes. Uh, well, I, I thought about doing that for Oppenheimer, but it was loud, so I never would have fallen asleep. <laughs> And even when things weren't exploding, Jason Clark was yelling at people. So that I will say right. Oppen- Oppenheimer kept my interest. All right, Rob, what can people find in uh, TV Talk and TV Q&A this week? TV Talk, we've got a whole bunch of premieres. We've got NCIS Sydney. So the uh, CBS franchise goes to Australia with some uh, smart strike counter programming. We've got The Curse, a new Emma Stone series on Showtime. Wait, hold on for that- a second. If NCIS is going to Sydney, does like a koala actually kill somebody or a kangaroo? Uh, not in the two episodes I saw. However, we did see a koala. Okay. A- and there was a an Australian um, uh, animal that was uh, partially responsible for a death, but it was not a kangaroo or a koala that done it. It was a snake. Oh, there's a, there's a cliffhanger. Oh, you said it was, I was going to guess a snake, but. Uh, what else? So, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, so The Curse with Emma Stone on Showtime and Paramount Plus with Showtime. For All Mankind is back for another awesome season on Apple TV Plus. And we have Hulu's Murder at the End of the World. And then TV Q&A did a WT anchor go part-time. You really yeah. liked For All Mankind, didn't you? I love For All Mankind. It's great. And season season three was a little bit of a disappointment. But what I've seen of season four, which is most of it, is... Um, significantly better than season three. I don't think anything will ever live up to the highs of season two, but it's it's a good season. All right, that is Pittsburgh Pop for this week. I will be back. Oh, by the way, speaking of TV, hey, I'll, I'll do a little free plug for you here. Duquesne Basketball and Sportsnet Pittsburgh. First time it's been on since 2018 on that channel. Uh, that premieres tonight. There'll be 10 men's games, 11 women's games, and uh, also be part of the RMU broadcast for Hockey five times in the future coming up. So go ahead, Rob. Oh, I, I just have some some breaking news in. There is a new KDK reporter uh, joining the staff there. Her name is Mamie Ba. She'll be appearing on air in about three weeks. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what her role is going to be, if she's going to be a reporter or an anchor, but I will try and get that information and add it into uh the podcast story as we post it so i can predict that in about six weeks you'll be any emails about why she's off exactly yes 100 percent. this is pittsburgh pop and it's always here each and every monday on trib live